Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. Good morning, everybody. DrRoto.com, your daily prescription of fantasy sports. It is football Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern time, getting ready for the college football slate with me, Coach White. We're going to talk about college. I don't know anything about college DFS. So, uh, my friend, you're going to have to teach me. If you can teach me, you can teach anyone. Fair enough, man. I'll guide. You just guide it, and I'll answer all the questions you have. Throw some zingers out there, over-unders, games, DFS, whatever you want, man. We'll knock it out today. All right. I super like it. So um, I'm kind of a newbie. Um, yeah. I feel like there's so much like options in college football. Like, is it just like a straight up GPP game or is there cash value too? There is cash value, um, especially at this point in the season with there being, you know, four weeks of collected data on players and especially, you know, through four weeks, you're going to have a couple games where teams have played really good teams and really bad teams. Yeah. So you can figure out, even if they get up in a game, if they're going to be in the game script or completely game scripted out of it. So at this point, yeah, there is cash value at the beginning of the season. Absolutely not. It's pure GPP, just kind of a guess and see what the coaches and teams are going to do. But at this point, yeah, we definitely have some cash value. There's a ton of options, but really, I mean, my process is finding three or four games, just hammer and try to find um, some lower owned options in those games. And that's where we differentiate. All right. Well, let's kick it off with trying to build a double up lineup for a guy like me who okay. um, just wants to play maybe two or three lineups today. Maybe we'll do a cash lineup and then maybe attack a three max. What do you think about that? I love it, man. Let's All it. right, so I'm going to pull up a $10 double up on DraftKings. Perfect. Get it going. I think I can share it right here to our feed. Oh, sweet. If I remember how to do this window, this one, share. There it is. Awesome. Look at that. Looks good, man. It does look good. All right, so I have opened this up. This is uh, make it a little wider. Ooh, look at look at me being all tech savvy. So I can see it now. Yeah, all right. Good to go. Clear as that. Let's make it even bigger for you. How's that? Bing, bing. Here. Oh, yeah, that's where it's at. All right, let's take a look at this, man. Um, what's the first, like, cash game game? So are you looking for somebody who's just going to dominate their opponent, or are you looking for some back and forth? In college, you're always looking for back and forth. Um, and, and that game, to me, uh, is going to be the LSU-Mississippi State so we have two quarterbacks. If we're going to start there, um, Will Rogers for Mississippi State is sitting at 7,800. He's about seventh or eighth priced on the slate. Last week, he threw the ball 67 times. 67. Broke a, uh, a collegiate record, and he completed 50 of those passes. Man, that's more than Jared Goff in week one. Exactly, yeah. So and in a game where LSU is going to score, and I see LSU being up for part of that game and it going back and forth, I love Will Rogers at 7,800. I think that's a great place to start your cash lineups. I like it. Captain Will Rogers. I like it. Will Rogers. Will Rogers. All right. So we started there. So are we correlating wide receiver or tight end or uh, pass catching running back? What's the deal with Mississippi? Yeah. So they have two pass catching running backs. Right. Um, they've got one sitting at 6,500, Jaquavius Marks. And then they actually have a value running back, which was one of, my, one of my favorite plays on the slate. And I did write him up as well. His name is Dylan Johnson. Um, he started off really slow in week one, but in the last two weeks, he has 13 combined targets uh, out of the backfield. 
he's not getting a ton of rushes, maybe five to six attempts through the ground, but he's seeing seven to eight targets a game at this point. And it's 4,600. I think that's a, a great um, kind of a, it's more of a GPP play though, because people are going to play marks. He is the number one in that offense. Right. I did see, I mean, Mississippi state feeding Johnson and I have this weird feeling that he's the one that catches the touchdown today. Sure. And that's a huge salary saving. I mean, 1900 bucks is going to let us go up somewhere else. Right. So absolutely. And so I love just... paying up at wide receiver this week. So yeah. I think that's the play. All right. You like another, uh, a double stack here with Mississippi state, or are we just moving on and looking for a run back from LSU? Well, if he's throwing the ball 67 times, I'm going to find another piece to that passing attack, and that's going to be at 6,200. Uh, we're looking at Makai Polk, mm-hmm. and he is seeing 14 targets last week. He saw nine the week before, and he has 10 receptions one game, 11 receptions another. So he is very highly targeted at 6,200. I mean, if you're catching the ball 10 times, you get the 100-yard bonus. You know, you get 23 points right there. That's, you know, 4X. That's what you're looking for, especially All in right. game. Now, we're going to go ahead and throw this in a 3-max um, because right. I'm, I'm that guy that, like, builds the cash lineup, and sure. then that one finishes second in the cash tournament, and then, you know, you don't have it in a GPP anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll have yeah. a little hybrid. I struggle with that. I really do. Yeah. Uh, All right. And then the bring back. So, I mean, if I'm playing that game, my favorite wide receiver on the entire slate is Kayshawn Boutte at 7,700. That's where I'm paying up for. Oh, I have him yeah. in 100% of my lineups. I, I honestly think that this guy can score three touchdowns today. I dig it. All right. Well, that's that's great. All right. Now we got to fill in value. We got 5,900 for the rest. I think we're going to be able to find some nice value there. So next game, what are we looking at? All right, so we'll go to the second highest total on the slate, which is going to be your SMU against TCU. You're looking at a 64 and a half total, so you know 30 points back and forth. Right now, uh, TCU is favored by nine and a half, so SMU is going to be playing from behind. Mm-hmm. So one of the uh, best values in that slate and in that game is going to be 4,500. You have Reggie Roberson Jr. I love him for cash this week. Uh, he started off on a pitch count because the last two seasons have ended in season-ending injuries. Ooh. So two other wide receivers kind of took that role over. But in his last uh, last game, they finally started feeding him the rock again. He went six for 71 on a touchdown. And he used to be – he had two seasons of over 60 catches and 800 yards before those season-ending injuries. So he's been a big part of that offense for years. But I feel like people have forgotten about him because uh, – Rajay Rice and uh, Danny Gray at 7,100. So 4,500. I love that play. That's going to be your value value wide receiver of the week. In my All opinion. right, man. I've got him locked in. Now we're looking at 64. That's a sexy amount of money left for three more players. 6,400. Okay. Well, let's stay in that game. Um, if we think it's going to be that high scoring, which I do, I think TCU is going to have to run the ball when they go up in the second half. Uh, I love 6,200. I'm going to play Zach Evans. Um, so we have TCU running the ball to end the game, and they have Roberson getting the garbage time catches. A little correlation there. All right, he's Last in. Against uh, Cal. The first week he was um, suspended. So people are looking just at, at game logs. You only see he got five attempts. He was pretty much suspended for the entire first quarter, and then they got up so much. It was against uh, DUQ. I don't even know who that is. Some FCS team. 
that uh, doesn't stand a chance. So it was 45 to three was the final. They were up 30 to zero at half. He didn't even get to play the second half, but in a close game against Cal, he ended up getting 22 attempts for 190. Coach, I love these college suspensions. You, you, you were bad this week, so you're going to have to sit out the first quarter of the game. Exactly. You know, when we get off here at 1130, from 1130 to, to noon on our Discord, I'm going to be updating people if there are suspensions, if there's any uh, late breaking injuries, because there's a, there's a few out there that I'm keeping an eye on. So make sure you check out the Discord. I like it. I'm going to post this as fast as I can on the webpage as well. So um, oh. if you're watching this not live, um, you know, please remember at least Coach White and maybe uh, one or two of us else will be here or in our Discord every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern game time. And uh, we also do this for NFL from 1030 a.m. to noon Eastern every Sunday morning. So don't forget to catch out our the uh, premium Discord. All right, buddy, we got two flex spots left. We got 6,500 super flex. I always forget about that. So we can get a second quarterback in. We can. Um so I think the best or the not the best, the most common cash play is going to be Logan Bonner. He's a quarterback for Utah State, and I guarantee he's the number one super flex play of the slate. Uh, that is a 70 over under on that game. So that's going to be probably one of the bigger stacks of the entire week. So me personally, he actually splits time with another quarterback named Andrew Peasley at 5,100. So I'm struggling to figure out if I want to play one or none of those cheap options because I could see them in cash games being 70% owned. I mean, 5,600 for a quarterback in a game with a 70 over under, you have to think he's going to be highly owned. But I don't think people realize that Bonner got his shoulder kind of wrecked last week. And Peasley came in in the second half through two touchdowns, um, actually ended up winning them the game in a 48-45 shootout. So, I mean, Andrew Peasley might eat into that playing time. So I'm going to stay away from there. So a super flex for me is going to be another wide receiver. Okay. And my favorite wide receiver is going to be uh, Zay Flowers. So he plays for Boston College. And right now they've, they've only played three teams, Temple, UMass, and Colgate. So we haven't really seen anything that Zay Flowers can do because he's been game scripted out of the game completely. They've just been running the ball out. They've been going up early. In his first game, they let him eat. He had seven receptions, 135 yards and a touchdown. Against Temple, he got banged up. But at, at 5,600, I think that this game goes back and forth. This would be the one game that I don't think I have enough exposure to. So I love Zay Flowers at 5,600. Um, he's a, a, a great piece and an offense that is going to have to move the ball against Missouri. Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, we slap him into the flex spot. That'll leave our super flex open 7,400. 74. That's a lot. Well, let's just, um, let's, let's keep it. So we have two options here. All right. And we'll, we'll go through them. So we have the Boise state, uh, Khalil Shakir at 7,400 wide receiver for Boise state. Mm -hmm. He is the number one target and he's a future NFL player. Plain and simple. He's, he's incredible in the open field. He's going to be a slot wide receiver the second he gets drafted. I mean, he's going to play somewhere within his first three years in the NFL. He's like. that elite. But I have this fear that at 7,400 for the safer play, I'm going to go to Bijan Robinson for Texas. He is going to be the number, the highest price running back on the entire slate at 72 in a game with a 60 and a half over under. Um, he touches the ball, you know, 30 times a game. 
And Khalil Shakir is the type of wide receiver that might only get eight catches. And I mean, he could break off two touchdowns, no sure. problem. But Bijan is for sure the cash play. Yeah, I was going to say. So for a cash play, we slap yeah. that in there. And maybe when we put this in the three max, we swap Robinson out for the wide receiver. For Shakir. Yep. Yep. I love that. All right. How do you like that? You see it? You like it? You approve? Yeah, man, that looks great. So we got some good correlation there. We got a little game stack with our Mississippi State LSU. Uh, Reggie Roberson is our value. And that's yeah, that's a good looking lineup, man. I'm gonna throw that one in there myself. I, I've got a lot of uh, game stack and builds, but you know, sometimes you just when you talk it out like this, you make a better looking lineup than you talk yourself out of. Right. <laughs> so this this looks good, man. I'm definitely throwing that one in. All right, I'm gonna drop that in this ten. And then let me go find a three max. Sweet. Um, how do I even find a three max? I better. Uh, I never use the uh, <laughs> the desktop version of DraftKings, so I'm always a little uh, uh, confused on how to. Me either. I'm always on the app, so like I get on here while we're doing this stuff, and I'm like, oh man, I'm on wide receiver, and I'm like tweaking. Right. Oh geez, oh geez, this isn't as seamless as it is on the app. Right. No, for sure. Um, can I just write three max in here? Does that let me do anything? No, of course it doesn't. Well, you know, uh, you're going to have to like, like just scroll down to a three max. I think there's a $20 three max. Oh, that's too rich for I'm, my I'm, blood. Come on now. <laughs> I was going to say, I've got three lineups in that one. Uh, but you know, I think, uh, that's the best play as far as finding value for your money. But if there's a $5 or $4 three max, let's, let's hit that up. All right. Well, uh, while I'm looking for the right contest, um, here's one three dollar three max entry. That's perfect. Triple option. All right. So we entered that with our one lineup. So we need to build two more lineups. Yeah. So while while you're doing that, man, I'll just kind of briefly talk about some other plays I like. Oh, um, I want I want to hear your bets today too. By the way. Oh, my bets. All right. Uh, let's go to um, our betting site and see what we got here. And I did find the contest that we want to uh, three max. So I entered that first one. Um, I could go in and edit that and take that um, uh, the running back out of that game and put the wide receiver on the other side. Yes, Khalil Shakir, seventy four hundred. So have no salary left. Yup. Um, so let me. How do I uh, reserve? That's a good button. Let me go back to this upcoming while you're looking for your bets. Yeah, I got them. So I'll just keep right. I'll just kind of talk a little bit. So we have the Notre Dame against Wisconsin game. Oh, right now Wisconsin is, well, they're ranked 18th. Notre Dame is ranked 12th. So if you're just looking at rankings, you're going to think that Notre Dame would be the favorite. They're not. Uh, Wisconsin. Is I the- refuse ever to bet on Notre Dame. So if you tell me to drop a unit on Notre Dame with the points, I'm not going to do it. I would never tell you to drop. I'm actually from South Bend, Indiana. So I grew up watching <laughs> Notre Dame. Uh, that is all I know is consistent um, close games against bad teams and consistent close games against good teams. Notre Dame can't figure it out. They're kind of like Detroit Lions. You know, you, you live. Okay. In yeah. I, I can speak you that know, language. They, they play. Uh, <laughs> pretty good against decent teams and then they play really bad against bad teams so it's notre dame is very similar to detroit it might be something in the air that that michigan is just bleeding into south Bend. right i could i could get behind that um so with that game though uh right now 
there's 51% of bet the over on that game at 44 and a half. And I like that over. I really do. Uh, Notre Dame, even though they're not that great of a team, they do score points. And Wisconsin is just going to pound the rock. So Chesma Lucy, um, if you are playing DFS, he's another cash play at 60, 6,400 for Wisconsin. Notre Dame's been gashed by Jeshuan Corbin from Florida State. Uh, Brian Kobach from Toledo bled them for like 140 yards and a touchdown. Chesma Lucy's getting like 30 touches a game. They're going to try to run the ball out, but Notre Dame is such a pass-heavy offense. But this game's got to continue to... I mean, just it, it's going to move no matter what. It, there's going to be scoring unless Jack Cohn just simply can't connect on a deep ball like last week. That was the one time I saw Notre Dame truly play to a team's level. They played Purdue, all right? Purdue's not a terrible team, but as far as defense, they cannot stop the deep ball. And there was at least six passes where Jack Cohn just overthrew a wide-open 40-yard touchdown. I don't see that happening this week, so I love the over on that at 45.5, that Notre Dame against Wisconsin. Um, and I, if I'm going to take the line, since Notre Dame always keeps games close, I would probably take Notre Dame at minus six, but I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to hit the over on that game. No, I, can't, I can't trust Notre Dame, man. I just can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Boise, State, uh, Boise State against Utah State would be the second uh, favorite game right now. It's a uh, 64 and a half over under. I'm going to say... I'm not going to bet the over-under on that. I'm going to take Boise State at minus 9.5. I don't think Utah State is is going to be as good as people think. They've, they've put up points against decent teams. They know how to move the ball. But Boise State has just been not as good as they are. They've kind of been um, beaten on special teams. They've had some weird sack fumbles that have, have driven up the other team's score. I think all that stops this week, and Boise State shuts down Utah State. So I, I like Boise State. At, uh, and, of, and, of course, uh, five units, like 80% of your bankroll on Michigan State, best team in the Big Ten, right? Oh, man. Dude, Kenneth Walker's so good right now. No. It's actually it, – it, they're fun to watch, and it's been a long time since I've said that. Michigan I mean, State's it's, it's – watch. they're only four-point favors at home. I feel like that's a pretty, you know, I don't have five units. I'm just being silly, of course, but. Um, Let's see, Michigan State, I'm trying to scroll down to that game. Nebraska, they're playing Nebraska at Lance, yeah, East Lansing, four okay. point favorites. Um, yeah, I, I would take that too. Uh, Nebraska, so Adrian Martinez has been there for what seems like nine years mm -hmm. uh, for Nebraska. He's, he's the quarterback there, and all he does is he, he's a runner. He cannot throw the ball. And Michigan State showed that they've they've been able to stop running quarterbacks all season long. And with Kenneth Walker just pounding out the clock, Nebraska cannot stop the run. I, I could see him having a 200-yard game, two touchdowns. So I would absolutely take Michigan State at a five-point favorites. I like it. All right, any other quick bets you want to highlight before we get back to finish this uh, three max? We got about nine minutes left in our show. Okay. Um, yes, the Florida-Tennessee game. I would, I'm a Tennessee fan, represent Tennessee football. Um, we are not going to win this game. I'm not that much of a fan. Florida's going to stop us, but it is going to hit the over. It's a 60 and a half total. You see People our boy Emrick says five units booked on the Spartans. I, I'm in trouble now. Oh, goodness. All right, better come through. Yeah, I mean, this game, I, I would put more money on this game, if I'm being honest, Chris, if, if you're watching this. Uh, the Tennessee Florida, it's hitting the over. Uh, right now, we got a new core, uh, new coach called Heiko, and he came from UCF, who ran the fastest offense in the entire FBS last season. We went from playing 60 plays a game to 80 plays in a game. Uh, so we're super fast-paced, and it's just something that Tennessee hasn't done for years. So I see that game easily hitting the over. That could be a 70-point game in my I opinion. like it, man. 
I like it. I don't know if you noticed, but did you notice that I uh, covered the logo on this cup? Because no free rides on this show. So if anybody wants to be my coffee cup sponsor, just reach out. I love it, man. I'm going to drink some water. I've been talking too much. That's right. All right, buddy. Well, let's get back. Uh, uh, Chris says he's booking that over as well. So uh, let's hope we made Chris some money. I like Love it. it. Uh, Chris and I will be uh, uh, on a little bit later talking DFS. Uh, maybe Sam uh, Holt will be joining us. We'll see. Um, just so you know. All right. We got about seven and a half minutes left. Let's get back. Let's book these um, last two three max. So um where do you want to go there, man? I mean, we already highlighted a couple of games you like. Do you want to go back to that well and keep a tight core in our three max, or do you want to differentiate all three lineups? What's your personal stance on that in college football? Now, in, in pros, I tend to kind of pick a core and go around them and hope that my core hits. Um, but I don't know about there's so many options in college. I just don't know what to do. Yes. So I, I believe in any DFS sport, you have to take a stand. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that's what it's about. So, yes, we're going to build a core. And for me, I just can't – I know people are hammering TCU, SMU, and the Utah State, Boise State. So I'm going to hammer that SEC game. And to differentiate, I'm going to use Max Johnson in our three max, okay. quarterback for LSU instead of Mississippi State, because I Got do it. think Will Rogers at that $500 discount will be um, more highly owned, especially after throwing 67 passes. But Max Johnson has five touchdown upsets. All right. All right. Pause for one second. We can't leave yeah. Chris hanging. Sure. He says he needs a fourth game for the parlay. Fourth game for the parlay. All right. Um, let's see. Let me go back to Action Network. All right. What hey, no got? free rides. Action Network didn't pay you. Okay. Uh, I, already, I already see it instantly. Done. Uh, West Virginia against Oklahoma. Hammer that over, Chris. 59 and a half. Oklahoma is going to put up 40. West Virginia is probably going to put up 35. That game's going to hit. Um. Heck, I might even take West Virginia uh, with points. So Oklahoma's 17-point favorites. West Virginia has a very underrated offense. Letty Brown is an absolute machine. Um, Chris, you saw that last week. If you played Letty Brown at 6,900, you started off the game in his first carry, took one 80-yard touchdown to the house, ended up with 35 DraftKings points. I mean, their run game's there, their pass game's there. Oklahoma's not that good. I love the over, and I even might even take West Virginia with points. So there you go, man. Ride with it. All right. I love it. All right. We got Max Johnson. Where are we going with Max? Who are we hooking him up with? Uh, it's it's Boutte. Like I said, he's 100% of my lineups. Just just lock him in, man. That's the lock button this week. Lock I it. Forget people, about it. I hope people are just like nervous. Like last week, he, he only had six receptions, 44 yards. He looks like he's overpriced, but they were up 42 to zero at half. Yeah, so he was no reason. Out. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it rolling. Who else we got? Yes. Uh, let's see. Tyler Beatty from Missouri against Boston College at 6,900. Target hog um, in a game that's going to go back and forth. He sees receptions and rushing attempts. Wait, wait, all I'm sorry. I missed, I missed who you were saying. Who would you say? Tyler Beatty. <laughs> Missouri. Running back. 6,900. Running back. There we go. <coughs> Excuse me. 69. Nice. Yes, sir. All right. Boom. All right. Uh, Let's go a little bit contrarian here. Let's try to hit Justin McGriff. um, 3,900 at wide receiver. He's playing for that Utah State team. Value. Value. Yes. Um, So that's the game that I've mentioned multiple times. Very high over under. McGriff is going to be the cheapest of the three. They've got one wide receiver at 8,200. Another at 6,200 or 6,900. I'm sorry. 
and then we have 3,900. And the 3,900 receiver, he actually sees more targets than the 6,900. So that's one of the best um, values on the whole slate. He's 6'5", 230 pounds. So he's going to go up and get one. Love it. Mark, mark that touchdown. McGriff, big boy. Mark going it. Up and get one. All right. Uh, what do we got left? We got 58 a player. We need a running back, a wide receiver, and two flex. 58 a player. <coughs> mm, goodness. Let's roll with. Uh, flex spot. I like um, Kevin Austin Jr. Last week he saw eight targets. <laughs> Sorry, I got some oh, stuff. You're Whoa. making me put money on Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, it hurts me. It hurts me. Uh, my all-time fl- favorite player uh, of sports is still Joe Montana. That's my guy. And, um, <laughs> you know, I grew up in uh, the late 80s, early 90s, and I wanted to be a quarterback. So it was Joe Montana all day, every day. It wasn't until I was like 25 that I realized he played for Notre Dame, and I almost just dropped him off the list of top five favorite players just then. Just saying. Hey, man, I'm sorry. And I, I honestly, he killed me last week. He had zero catches, zero yards, put the actual goose egg up. So you're calling for the flop lag, as I like to say in poker. 100%. We got him at 1% last week. He saw eight targets. He saw three 40-yard. He's one of the the wide receivers that I was talking about that Cone missed. He saw three 40-yard touchdowns go over his head when he had three steps of separation every single time. Cone just missed him. This week, he is going to get hit for that 40-yard touchdown. And sitting at 4,900, we can get him at 0.5% ownership. I think it's a great GPP play. Boom. Love it. All right. Now we're at 61 for three more players. 61. And then what are our positions? Let me see really quick. Pull that up. We got running back, wide receiver, and a super flex. Right. All right. Let's hit up uh, Jaden Wally at 4,800. Another value. It's wide receiver for Mississippi State. That'll be our bring back spot for the LSU game. Jaden Wally is um, slot receiver, target hog, sees 67 targets a game at 4,800, and an offense that throws the ball 50-plus times a game. Like it. it. Now we need a running back and a super flex at 67.5 apiece. 67.5. All right, well, let's go with Chesma Lucy on that. um, So we're going to go against Notre Dame here, 6,400 against Wisconsin. He's one of those running backs I was talking about. Um, that could just pound the rock against Notre Dame. Boom. And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm expecting about 30 rushing attempts this game. So I think that's a great value. 16. Awesome. 71 left for our last super flex. 71. All right. Uh, let's go with tried and true. No, no, this is a GPP. Let's have some fun. Let's go with Michigan's Blake Corum at 6,700. Right now he's averaging 36 points a game. In a split backfield, so he's he's actually splitting splitting carries and still getting almost forty points a game. Well, at least I can watch that game on TV here. So, yeah, Michigan's running the ball about forty to forty-five times a game. He sees about sixteen, about thirteen to sixteen rushing attempts and three to five targets every game. I love it. All right, buddy. Well, we're going to cut it off. We're going to build one more lineup off air here, people. But thank you so much for listening. We are here every week at 11 a.m. Eastern game days. And uh, Coach White, I really appreciate you. Are you enjoying the Ryder Cup? Absolutely, man. It's been great. Um, USA is playing lights out. The Xander and Cantley combo is just they're filthy, man. I mean, I knew that they always play really well in the same tournaments and on the same courses. Mm -hmm. So when you pair them together, I mean, they were just bound to dominate. I love watching it. 
Absolutely love it, man. I can't wait to get back to In the Cup when uh, we get some more classic tournaments back. And hopefully you'll be a uh, full-time member of that show because we have fun. Absolutely, man. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. No worries. I appreciate it. And thank you for all your college football knowledge. Everyone, please check out drroto.com for all of your fantasy sports needs. We even have a premium discord where Chris Emmerich himself broke down the entire MMA slate for today. Did you see that, Coach White? I did not. I'll have to go check that out. Thanks for the MMA channel. He broke down every single match. Can't wait. That's awesome, man. All right. Until next time, guys, we'll see you a little bit later today with uh, NFL DFS as well. But for now, for uh, Coach White, I am Johnny Danger, and we'll catch you soon. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out DrRoto.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.